0: Today on the show, we have Josh Coates. He is a number one bestselling author of the book called Fuck Leadership, which is a leader's guide for every network marketer so that they can get out of their head and lead better. He teaches masterminds and coaching programs and his background is in life coaching. But today, while we're taking some strategies from network marketing, I think this is way broader than that.
1: Yes. Yeah. So he luckily agrees with us. We only have people on the show who agree with us. You guys know that. (laughs) (laughs) He is really, really into marketing made simple, easy, easy fun, simple marketing that works. And so we go over kind of the three categories that he walks through within his business when sales might be slow or you reach a plateau or there's just something that's kind of not driving. There's three areas where he's like, is this thing not working and how can I fix it and what can I do better? And he gives examples on each of these three categories so you can literally copy and paste and do some of the same things in your business. We also talk about freemiums and how to convert without really feeling like you're selling all of the time, but also engaging in a way that doesn't take all of your time, but creates really good results. There are truly so many good ideas inside of this episode. It's a really, really beefy one. It might be one you need to like pause and write down some ideas and then pick back up because we, I mean, Abby says this at the end, but we go through stuff that like you literally is in like a one-on-one coaching call kind of level of stuff. So this is a really good one and I can't wait for you guys to see how you utilize it in your business.
0: Now, before we get started, I just want to make sure you've joined the podcast party because you guys, the things going down in our DMS right now are hysterical. You guys are sharing your stories about where you're listening and how this episode impacted your life. And we want to continue that party. So what do you need to do? And why would you want to be a part of it?
1: There are really just a couple of simple steps for you and some really great prizes for you at the end if you do them. So if you head into your podcast app, you scroll down, you search for the strategy, Hour podcast, scroll down to see where you see the little stars on there. Give us a five star review. Cause I know you love the show type in a couple of nice words inside of the review column there. So we actually hear your thoughts about the show. And if you screenshot that, go post that on Instagram stories and tag us at Boss Project and let us know like where are you listening are you riding a horse like our good friend was last week are you watching your kids are you tuning out your kids what are you doing right now we want to hear about we want to hear your favorite takeaways from the show and when you share that you're going to be entered to win one of two prizes you get to pick it's your choice in between a free copy of Trello for Business or a free month of the creative template shop now grab your notebook
0: and a fresh cup of coffee we're about to dive in
1: Hi, Josh. Welcome to the show. Hey,
2: thanks for having me.
1: Hey, we have a fellow Tulsa friend on the show. You guys might have recognized Josh or recognized his, his voice when we participated in his summit a few months ago. It was super fun, super exciting. Thank you for having us on. It was really cool getting to meet another Tulsa friend on the Instagrams and we got to connect. And I haven't connected with a lot of small business owners from Tulsa in a while. So it was really nice to have you reach out.
2: It's super weird because I keep running into people online from Tulsa that I would have never met in Tulsa.
1: <laughs> yeah. You feel like Tulsa or any town, I feel like everyone's like, it's such a small town. But then you meet people on the internet. Well, Abby mm-hmm. and I, so we met in a Facebook group. We grew up 20 minutes apart from each what? other because I, I lived a lot of my life in Kansas City with my right? dad since my parents are separated literally 20 minutes apart from each other did not meet until i lived back in tulsa and we met in a facebook group online wow that's and that's crazy like- Mm -hmm. And she like knew my family. It was weird. It's all super weird, but we're not talking about our past histories or when we met today. I mean, we can.
2: That's fun too. We can.
1: We can (laughs) all talk about that. Um, I'm super excited to chat with you today because I love when we have different people who are able to bring different perspectives from a little bit different industries, but that are so Mm -hmm. copy and pasteable for service-based people, product-based people, anyone who's literally wanting to sell anything. And you and Abby both bring really cool perspectives from MLM world and Uh direct marketing and high level services and just sometimes what feels like a different world. But when I hear you guys break down some of the techniques you're doing, I'm like, we should be doing that over here. Like, we we should steal that and do that over here.
2: Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And and I actually feel what's crazy is I've never done multi-level marketing, but as a life coach, that's just kind of where I found my home. That's the people that welcomed me. They were the people that wanted a life coach. And I'm actually, I kind of feel the opposite sometimes. I feel like everyone in the MLM world is always questioning whether my systems and things work Mm. over there. And I'm like, guys, marketing is marketing. Marketing Sales sales. is sales. The only difference is you also have to recruit a team, which by the way, is also sales.
1: It's also the same.
2: Like (laughs)
0: everything is sales. P.S. You have a sales job. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) That's not just people who happen to be in network marketing. That's also anyone who owns a business. You have a sales job. (laughs) You just signed up because you really liked what you were selling. Correct. (laughs) Correct.
2: And I love Grant Cardone is like one of my favorite people in the world. I know some people can't stand him, but I don't care. He like gets me going. (laughs) He always says, I love this so much. He's always like, because if you ain't selling... You ain't got no business having a (laughs) business. It's like, I mean, if you're not selling, like, what do you have? You have a hobby, you have. You can call yourself an influencer because people like your pictures, but who cares for what? So that you can like share your favorite leggings and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but like, go ahead and get paid for it. Just go ahead and get paid for it. And that is sales. Whether you like that word or not, no one gets paid. I hear this in the MLM world. We don't sell. We just share our story. none of you get paid to share your story that's bullshit like (laughs) don't give me that none of you are like okay dropping my story on instagram and then
0: 50 comments of people Uh
2: that are just like give me take it take my money take my money usually you have like one comment
0: stories sell yes but it's not the thing that it's not the trigger. Like, Correct. I've had plenty of people that hear my story and are like, oh, what's going on behind the mm-hmm. scenes over there? Yeah. Yep. What's under the hood? But it takes a whole sales conversation. Correct. To close the deal. Yep. Yep. It's not a one comment I made it. At- yep. yep.
2: Well, yeah. it is. It is in the sequence that I'm going to talk about today. It right, is the right. engage, but it is not the convert. At some point, right. you know, like if you, like if you go to my website, imagine if I have all of these incredible stories, which yeah. I think I do. But there's not a sign up button.
1: Right. Huh. Right. And so something.
2: Yes, at some point there has to be a sign up button or an ask for okay, so like do you want to do this with me or right. what. what so doing? yeah, I agree with you stories definitely sell, but just sharing your story isn't what gets you paid. Right, it's right. just and what and just gets giving curious. a call
1: to action isn't what builds right business. Right. So I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. I, I love how you kind of prefaced it before we hit record where you do these check-ins, right? If yeah. you're hitting a plateau or if yeah. you're not reaching your goals or whatever it is, you just feel like something's off. You're mm-hmm. checking in with these three key areas in your business to say, well, have I done enough of this or am I doing of that? Right. So let's kind of walk through what these phases yeah. are and, and literally how does it, what is the conversation like when you're realizing one of these mm. key points might be off and what do you do about it?
2: Yeah. So, so for me, marketing is this simple. Um, I love everything to be simple because I'm just not that smart of a guy. Like I, <laughs> I'm I,
1: lazy. That's what I always say. I'm lazy. I am
2: like the hardest working lazy person or the laziest hard worker. I, I don't know yep. how, but basically I have a couple things that if I can just do a couple things really well, I'm fine. Yep. But if you give me too many things, I get overwhelmed. I get distracted. I'll just go play on Canva and make fun graphics. So like, I got to keep it simple.
1: And relate to that. Yes, yes.
2: So, So for me, my whole business is just simply expand, engage, convert. It's these three things. I have to expand, meaning new people need to know who I am. My brother, who happens to be a pastor, totally different industry, but it's all the same. He read in a magazine that every six months you're preaching to a new congregation. And I remember when he told me that, I was like, that's crazy because I'm constantly telling my network marketers that every six months you're preaching to a new team. It's just, it's constant And I know some people don't like to hear that. They're like, no, no, they want people to stay around forever. I'm I'm just gonna serve people better. And then they'll know you can be the best leader in the world, but people come and go, and that's just part of life, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to constantly have new people coming in. I always say that about 10% of people become your lifer. Mm -hmm. 90% of people either get over it, get tired Mm -hmm. of it. Or honestly, just never put in the work that you told them to do and kind of get a little salty and just like look for something new. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you have to engage people, which means you do have to tell your story and build an actual relationship because people do business with people they know, like and trust. So there's this middle ground where I got you to know me, but now I got to take the time to get you to like me and trust me, and that's the engage sequence that we can talk about. And, and I do a lot of emails for that. I do a lot of ads. I do a lot of, I spend a lot of money not even trying to get a sale. I spend a lot of money on ads to just keep my face and my message in front of my current followers Mm -hmm. so that they never stop loving me or hopefully, or, or or just get, I always say you're either going to love me or you are going to hate me. Mm -hmm. There is literally no middle ground. No. But then as we were talking about, you have to ask for a sale. There's gotta Mm -hmm. be somewhere that you're pushing them to. Driving into, and there's a lot of different ways to do that. I've been learning some really new tricks, really new, really cool new tricks from Russell Brunson about using a lot of my free stuff to just offer something on the back end on the thank you page or in the email or whatever. Actually, before we hopped on here, I was setting up my next webinar. And that's one of the things I started doing two webinars ago was sign up for my free webinar, goes to a thank you page and offers some type of just like killer bonus to just get people to spend something low key, low ticket that goes ahead and gets the purchase process started. And it helps cover all of my ad spend. So I've worked it out now and we can talk about this too, because this is real exciting. I have just recently taken me some time but I've got all of my ads to where everything I'm spending to expand to new people I'm making back on the back end. So I am literally every two or three weeks, just like going in and churning up my ad spend, make sure it still works, yeah. <laughs> go in two or three weeks. So I've now got it to where I'm spending. I don't know. I hope you guys are okay with me just being, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to just throw everything out yeah. there because mm-hmm. I want people to know. I've got to where I'm spending two thousand dollars a week on bringing mm-hmm. in new people and just making it right back within seven days. So in another fourteen days, we'll go to twenty five hundred, see mm-hmm. if it still works, and then we'll go to three thousand. Mm-hmm. If you can master that, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like ready to take over the world. All right, right. Now, like, no, like, I, let's go.
0: Everything you're saying, I'm like yes, 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 <laughs> because I think the problem that I've seen so often. <laughs> with our audience is a lot of them get stuck on making one of the three the most important. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the rest just kind of fizzles. Uh-huh. And it's really about synergy. You have to go through emotion. And if you have your business super automated, sometimes You might personally be focused on one area more than the other, but the other two are still happening because of what you have set up. It's been interesting because I don't know how much you know about this, Josh, the fact that we have multiple businesses at play here. So Mm -hmm. boss projects at a different scale than what Simply Home is or what Emily's mm-hmm. earring business is. And yeah. because of that, we're spending ten dollars to $15,000 on ads a month in Boss yeah. Project. And I'm spending zero.
1: In- I spent $30 last week. I did my what? first <laughs> promotion, guys. It was so great. <laughs>
0: that's
2: awesome. I love it.
0: The strategies are still the same. Some mm-hmm. You just might not be ready yet to turn into finances. Right. I think that's just such a cool opportunity. Can you tell me a little bit more about If you were to walk from one to the other, because I think people get overwhelmed easily. Mm -hmm. So where would you start? What would be like your number one strategy for each of those three areas Uh to walk them through the process?
2: So for expanding, it's very, very simple. I've got two different strategies that I have, okay? One is literally taking a motivational post, a fun picture of myself. I literally, I kid you not, guys. Mm -hmm. I go to Google and I put in motivational quotes. <laughs> and, and I find one that is kind of common because I want people to immediately feel like they have some type of commonality with me. I'm not really trying to preach my personal message. I'm trying to find a message that we both agree on. So my whole brand is around, you know, I call myself a push coach. So it's around the hustle. It's around showing up and putting in the work. So I try to find a motivational quote that people are already familiar with that Mm -hmm. also speaks my brand. I literally take a picture of myself, put a quote. I don't even usually say anything other than I don't don't even add my own words. And I literally, I just run it as an engagement post on Instagram to get the cheapest amount possible. Now, this is something that Two years ago, I told people Instagram ads are like worthless because they don't know enough about us. You can't really do anything with it. Someone liking your post does not necessarily mean they like your page or follow you. But now you can go into your ads manager and create an audience out of people that have engaged with your Instagram page the last 365 or less. So what I'm doing is I'm spending like $10 a day, nothing crazy, to literally just get a whole bunch of clicks that I can now retarget with anything else that I want to. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's what I teach a lot of my clients that aren't ready to invest a lot of money. Cause you can spend three to five dollars a day and get two or four hundred new likes a day. Yeah. So if you think about that times three hundred and sixty-five, that is the easiest automated yeah. expansion you can possibly TV do too.
1: Yeah, kind of, Yeah.
2: Right. And, and and if you've done a good job with your Instagram, you can actually make a lookalike mm-hmm. of the people engaging with your Instagram. So you don't even have to go through the ads manager and figure out, I don't know, do my girls like Lululemon? Do they, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to mess with that stuff. Just make yeah. a lookalike, pick the ages and the yeah. gender, you know, probably a lot of your mm-hmm. audience like me targeting mostly females because we know you know guys on
1: 34 yeah
2: guys on social media are assholes (laughs) we're not even trying to sell to them so just going after women here like (laughs) totally not trying to be a weirdo but but i (laughs) i am a more feminine guy in general um, who gets along i've always had girls as friends so anyways you literally just that's a starting point okay Mm If you want to be a little more advanced, something I did was I put out a book, made sure that it got to number one on Amazon. You don't have to go that far with it, but take a free resource that speaks to the number one pain point your customers have. Make a PDF if you want. Go in Canva, make a pretty design and run some type of an ad for something free that's going to answer one of their main pain points if you do it really well, you should use your freemium, your clickbait, whatever you want to call it. You should use it to essentially sell the things that you offer. So in other words, I'm, I'm going to show you with this, I'm going to show you that I'm the expert on this subject so that when you read it, you're like, damn girl knows what she's talking about. How do I work with her? Right? So it it, it really is just something that builds the relationship and sells them on the fact that you're the one that can solve their problem. So that's two different ways you can do the expand. One is the easy engagement posts. The other one is create a free resource. I'm sure you guys have talked about this a million times, have a thousand resources, take that and run with it just to bring new people in. But if you don't mind, can I chat a little bit about some of the the extras that I do yeah, with sure. my freemium. First of all, if, if it's 100% free, you can't really have an order bump, but you can take it to a thank you page where you offer something. And this is where this is really important for me personally. This is how I make all of my ad money back. Now for mm-hmm. me, because I have a physical product, I charge six ninety nine dollars shipping. So it's free, but you got to pay the shipping, which mm-hmm. means your credit card is already getting put in. Yeah, That's huge because the order bump is a lot easier than the thank you page upsell, but both can work. So something you, I might recommend is just experimenting with trying it for free, maybe trying it for a dollar, maybe literally just sell it for a dollar so that people have to put some type of information in because yeah. it's easier to upsell than it is to try to get you to just buy. Yeah.
1: Your goal isn't to make a hundred K from this strategy. That's not what the purpose is.
2: Right. Your goal is literally to just get your ad spend back. Break
0: even is fantastic in this area.
2: Yes. Because now you can expand however fast you want. You can spend as much money as you want. Honestly, guys, if I didn't have... I went through a divorce three years ago. If I didn't have alimony, I'd be dropping like 20 or $30,000 a month on just my book funnel because it does so well in expanding and engaging and converting all in one step.
1: Was it an upsell technically, Abby? So it's a one-click
0: upsell, one-click order bump or whatever. And we had originally, when you checked out for Trello for business... It redirected to the thank you page to sign you up for a webinar, which is a funnel, Mm -hmm. but it's a big jump. We're going from a $29 product to a $2,000 product. And so we decided we're just, we're just testing another Mm -hmm. option. And so we added in another course. So you buy a course for 29 and then you can add the second one for $11. It's super early, but you guys, it's converting it like over 50% of the people that land on the page for us. And we were already
1: like breaking even, making a little bit on those initial Trello sales because we're doing ad traffic to get them to buy Trello because we're in the same kind of mentality of I'll spend money on ads as long as I can immediately make that back. If I can make money on leads, that's even better. Right. And so we set it up to make that happen with Trello over time. It eventually happened. So now I'm like, let's up it a little bit more then we can make even more money Making yeah. money literally for leads right then go into something else.
2: Best thing ever, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's not always... I feel like sometimes it can be super overwhelming because the first time you go in the back end of Facebook land, oh you're Lord. like, I don't yeah. know." Like that's
1: part of the reason I haven't started with my own business because I haven't mm. run them personally for boss yeah. project and like. I started yeah. the ad from Instagram from my phone. Like I was like, "I'm not opening Ads Manager. I'm not doing this. I just need to test it, and then I can go make an audience." That's,
2: like, that's literally the number one thing I tell people to never do. I did,
1: I did it in worked though, so.
2: I'm like, whatever you do, don't do it direct from instagram because they don't give you all of the options so you can't pay per engagement you're paying to get people to try to go to your page and like let's be real nobody's doing that like nobody
0: oh stop (laughs) emily don't don't tell them to do it don't tell them to do it it's the same as like the old school boost when facebook would be like do you want to boost this no right yes Yes, you can,
1: but not, right. not but a better way. That. Yes, you exactly. can do it a
2: much better way. That no, only takes a couple, only takes a couple more steps. Come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> I just have
1: to open my laptop of my phone. Now. I know. Um, and-
2: I want to say this though, before we move on to engage, sure. if it's okay. Um, here's one thing that I think is really important when it comes to my freemium click stuff kind. My number one goal is to give people so many bonuses. They feel like an idiot if they don't take it. Yeah. Because remember, if this is a brand new person, they really don't know you that well. They don't really trust you yet. So what I try to do with my upsell, I will do something where it's like, I do a lot of bogos. People love bo. I used to work in shoes when I was in my 20s. Bogos Women shoes love
1: are like the thing. bogos. My so, God. so
2: what I will do, I will basically tell them, I'll I'll have like a $38 offer. And I intentionally have a couple of these they are like five-day workshops. Honestly, they should probably be a couple hundred dollars, but I intentionally have them marked really low already. And so for me, it's like, buy the five-day recruiting challenge and get the five-day leadership challenge for free for just 38. So now it's like, it's already a product that I have marked really low to sell easy. And then I give them something for free. And it just makes it feel like, I'm an idiot if I don't buy this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
2: don't be afraid to give too much Mm -hmm. at the beginning. Now, of course, Mm -hmm. down the road, you got the $2,000 offers, but you can't, in my opinion, the $2,000 offer is much harder to sell if you haven't already given them something from you that they like, were like, oh my God. It
1: was a no-brainer, right.
2: When this girl charges $38, she delivers like this. So imagine what she does when she charges $2,000. That's the kind of anticipation mm-hmm. I want people to have to know. This dude already over delivers so much. I can trust him when I, I was going to say write a $2,000 check. We're not... <laughs> know what's into me i've used that terminology like five times in the last week on calls I'm just, i don't know where that's even coming from that's
0: <laughs> quarant- Although quarantine brain ha- someone did have to write us a check the other day i was like do you have to do, do you, you need have to mail to? it
1: i know school also requires checks and i'm like i have to go find the book of checks so the I don't worst
2: know. i i know <laughs> it's it's no. yeah
1: what I did want to say though real quick and then mm-hmm. let's move on from this particular step, but I hope I what I want our listeners hearing is when we're talking about a low-price upsell or bogo items or whatever, want
0: to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business.
1: Please know that that's different than you saying, okay, I'm just going to mark everything I have for sale for 50% off. That's a different psychology. It might be the same price, but it's a different psychology what the additional items are, the bonuses, the surprise and the the delight Mm -hmm. that exceed expectations. That's a different thing that we're accomplishing when you're saying, I'm just going to mark everything 50% off and then go buy it. It's not going to work the same way. Yeah, totally agree. Next step, where are we at?
2: On to engage? Yeah. We're talking about engaging. So engaging is a couple things. Number one, I write probably three to four value-based emails per week. To me, I'm all about the emails. Now, I obviously do social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. But this is what I always tell my clients. Instagram is great. I think it's great. I think stories are incredible. Obviously, stories was one of the greatest gifts social media ever gave us, right? Yeah. But, but here's the thing that Instagram, I do feel people come to you a little bit more for entertainment Mm -hmm. and a little less for actual value, not to say we're not delivering value. Right. But I do think Instagram in general, people want to see pretty things.
1: Yeah. They want to watch funny
2: things and and all of that's good. I'm not saying that it's bad in any way, but but here's but where emails perfect. are So really... maybe
0: I am really hilarious and that's why people love Oh, you're policy. so hilarious. You're saying.
2: so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but But this is why emails are powerful to me because let's be real. None of us like emails. I hate no. my inbox with a passion. And that means if you clicked on my email and opened it to read it, it's 100% because you love my message, not necessarily because you like where I buy my clothes or my new plants. And and, and again, none of that's bad. I don't want to make any of that sound bad. It's just a different thing. And so that's why for me, my emails, like I've gotten now to where other than ads, my emails are like 80% of my sales. Because I'm building such a tight relationship with the people who read my emails. It's essentially like a mini sample of all of the stuff that I already talk about in my book and in my groups. And it's kind of, for me, my email is very similar to my podcast it's a mini podcast episode where I'm getting to deliver something that encouraged you, that helped you, gave you a couple tips. And then for me in every single email, I have a sign off at the bottom that has my favorite three sellers, the stuff that I know people like buy just because it's easy and quick and fun. I have that stuff as like a sign off on every single email. So every email people are seeing where they can get my free book. Because remember, that takes them through the whole funnel process. They're Mm -hmm. seeing where they can listen to my podcast. And then I'm usually plugging one or two products that I'm like really excited about right now Mm -hmm. that probably they got two or three sales emails about already. And this is essentially its own little follow-up.
0: So that's really interesting to me because in the past, like if you had an email that had too many links, Mm -hmm. you could end up in spam or you could mm-hmm. end up in promotions. Have you found that linking to a variety of things, I'm assuming it's some kind of like footer at the bottom of your email, yes. kind of uh-huh. like, how has that affected your send rates and open rates and stuff?
2: To me, it hasn't gone gone down at all.
0: That's awesome. It,
2: for me. Now I, I can't talk for everyone, but I know for me, doesn't hurt at all, and to, I'll be perfectly honest. I stole the idea from Brooke Castilla. I opened one of her emails, and she and I was like, "That was brilliant." Because <laughs> to me, it's kind of like letting people window shop. Yeah. Sure, I think that most of us would rather window shop than talk to a salesperson. Yes. right. That's why we don't like getting new cars. Like if I could just order it on the internet, and it would just show up, right? That Actually, would be great.
0: I think you can do that now. You
2: probably can now. I just, <laughs> yes, sir, <don't laughs> you probably can. But so it's it's, it's really giving my people permission. And, mm-hmm. and the other cool thing about it is it's allowing me to do a call to action every single time, but it never feels like a call to action. So, right. you know, we've, we've got kind of like this, I call it like our value bank. We have so many deposits. We have to make before we can ask for a withdrawal. And if we ask for too many withdrawals, people don't want to hear what we have to say. Out. Yeah. Yeah, Right. (laughs) So, so for me, my sign off never, ever, ever feels like a withdrawal. And I can just do call to action after call to action after call to action, but it still feels like content-based because I added all this value. And then it was like a side note thing. It wasn't anything I was pushing on you. I just like, if you're curious today.
1: Well, I feel like it would feel the same to me. So there's truly only a handful of newsletters that I actually look forward to Mm -hmm. when I see them pop up in my inbox, I open them and they happen to be from like DIY home bloggers, home designers. I'm on young house loves newsletter. And then Chris loves Julia, Julia Martin, Mm -hmm. their newsletter. And it's full of links, like full of links because they're recapping old blog posts. Oh, we did this podcast Uh episode. Oh, I mentioned this lamp. This is the new couch we got. And I know it's going to be full of affiliate links and I don't care. Like it doesn't bother me at all. So I think if you have an audience that knows, I like your vibe, I like what you're putting out anyways, I'm going to open up your email that I know is full of links anyways, that I think that literally helps, you know, Gmail or inbox people to be like, it's even though it's got links galore, it's still valuable. So Mm -hmm.
2: it's a way I just keep people also just side note, you can get real creative about this. Okay. I don't do this too often, but if you're one of those people who doesn't have all of the automation and like every single sale counts, my first couple of years, I needed every single oh, yeah. sale, right? Yeah. Real badass. A lot hack.
1: of our audience. Yeah.
2: Okay. So here's a real badass hack you go through and look at who's clicking on these links. Pretty much all email service lets you do that, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're someone that's still doing more one-on-one conversations with people, you see who's clicking on stuff, you go reach out to them on social media and you're like, hey girl, we haven't chatted in a while. I just wanted to check in with you. See if do you were maybe interested. Social. Blah, 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 Yeah, no, that's what everyone does on you, social, but email looks,
0: mm-hmm. makes it
2: easier. Yes.
0: Makes it That's why so I offered a wait list for my, my group program. And mm-hmm. I was, I was con- you guys don't see this, but I'm like stalking my email <laughs> reports. Yep. like, who joined my job list startup? Right. I don't know, whatever thing. Yeah. And I was right. so, when you're at the beginning stages, That information is so vital to you taking action.
1: Because it's the same no matter your business. Because when I first started selling Mm -hmm. earrings and they were like $28 and they were just a product and no one was buying anything. Every single person who would comment or like leave a heart back on a story that I shared a particular pair. When that pair was listed, I was like, hey girl, did you see that these are listed (laughs) in the shop? It's the same thing. And so the amount of people who were like, oh my gosh, thanks for the link. And then they bought it. Do that. (laughs)
2: Yep. Yep. The -hmm. other thing that I do sometimes is I'll take everyone who clicked on a specific product and I will write a new email the next day just to those people with like a Mm -hmm. super hard call to action. So, so I might say for like my 21 day recruiting challenge, like the title might be why your team isn't growing or something like that. And then I'll just be like, here's why you're stuck because you don't know how to recruit you think that you sell your products all day and night and your team will just magically grow and that's not how it happens at some point you have to actually take the time and the energy to learn how to recruit by the way if you've been You're looking so for that the 21 day recruiting so so it allows you to talk differently and and you know really leverage in a conversation is everything. You know, yep. the more you know about the person you're talking to, yep. the easier it is to specifically make them feel like you have what they need, and uh, the less those are the folks.
1: The last time you have to spend explaining why for that example, why recruiting is beneficial. You yes. don't need to explain that for those people. They know. Yep. They just exactly. don't know how to do it. And exactly. so like so much on the front facing, we're talking about why you need this thing, why right. this is helpful, how, what right. it's going to do for you. Yep. And as soon as you get those people in your inbox who already know that information, you get to just yeah. have such different conversations. And it's to me, that's those are the more fun conversations to have. Oh,
2: I agree. I agree. So
1: okay, that, that was, about,
2: are, we, are we still talking about engage? I don't, I don't I even know what we're like, talking about right yeah, now.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but like, but the thing is, the cool part is these steps bleed into each other yeah. intentionally. Yes. And yes. so the fact that you're like, wait, are we talking about convert? Well, <laughs> technically no, but right, so right. where's your harder sell? When are you bringing it
1: up and how? And just showing up at their door with a balloon display (laughs) and a musical number.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Here's a couple different things that I do. Um, Going back to the engage, I do free webinars once a month. Sure. And that is twofold, obviously for new people. Mm -hmm. Again, your webinar is a version of a freemium. It's a digital product. And to me, video is my favorite place. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to sell to someone a live webinar, Mm -hmm. I take like three scoops of pre-workout and I just go bananas (laughs) on everybody for an hour. And I try to create like this contagious energy that makes people be like, oh my God, this is what my business needs. Like, obviously I say stuff they need to hear, but to me, Mm -hmm. it's more about creating this like feeling, right? Mm So. To me, that's where I get to build a relationship with someone and where I have my highest conversion rate is on webinars. I'm huge into webinars, but here's something webinars are like twofold for me. I think some people use webinars to try to have something new. And this is what I did for a long time. Just try to have something new to say to get all the old people back on, but don't use it enough to reach new people. And then there's this thought of let's use it to just get new people. And I kind of mix it into both. For me, yep. I'm going to invite my whole email list, everyone that's ever been a customer before,
1: yep. and
2: go after my cold market that's with me, it you know. because you get your warm market on with your cold market and your warm market makes you look like that you're a fucking rock star. <laughs> yes.
1: I've owned this for this longer. I signed right. up. You can't yep. pay. Like yeah. it is a. Imp-
2: Totally. And I find that those people reconvert because, you know, it's not like I'm selling one product forever, even though sometimes I might sell one product for a whole year. I also try to remember, Hey, if my conversion rate on my last webinar was 30%, 70% of people didn't buy. And guess what? 70% of people need, they need to have another conversation with me. So, I love webinars so much. I geek out about them. I used to use webinar jam, but now for me, I've like really become a big time Kajabi fan. I don't know if you guys use Mm -hmm. Kajabi or what you use. I used to have it and just like never got into it. And then in the last six months, I decided to like dive in and like learn everything that it's capable of doing Mm -hmm. because I was kind of tired of paying for a custom website that I couldn't do anything with without having someone else go do it. I am an on the spot kind of guy. I need to know how to edit everything. I need to know how to go in 30 minutes before a webinar and say, you know what? I changed my mind. I want to do this. So totally went all in on Kajabi. And guys, I love Kajabi (laughs) so
0: much because that's what I hear from people, honestly. It's a little pricey for like a beginner, I feel like personally. It is. That's where you want it. If that's your sales tool, then it's worth it. If that makes sense.
2: You have your email, which I used to be crazy about convert kit was like, I'll never, but honestly I've started, I'm getting a better open rate on my emails from Kajabi because that's where my sales stuff is going through. And people always open the email to find out how to get access to their thing. So like my email is through that. I run all of my events through it to where you can just do a lot more with tagging people. I can Here's here's another crazy thing that I didn't talk about with the freemium, but I have people fill out a short little three or four question survey along with their information to get my freemium, okay? And then I can write emails to people based on which answer they gave
1: me. Nice.
2: So like Kajabi automatically tags people with specific answers they gave. So (laughs) if you're selling weight loss products, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how serious are you about wanting to lose weight? Anyone that answers eight, nine, 10, you can go do custom emails for those. So for me, it's network marketers. If they tell me they're ranked higher in their company, I write them custom emails on leadership and the different pain points that they have.
1: Yep. Anyways, I
2: love that. That was a long spiel on Kajabi. I <laughs> no, don't have, sure I'm not giving an affiliate link. Okay.
1: Sponsored. Not
2: giving an affiliate link. I just, I. will
1: send them an invoice later.
2: You can send them an invoice.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what, what other strategies would you suggest if someone is just getting started that, mm-hmm. or, or maybe, maybe they're just trying to, do this in the DMs, or do yeah. this via social, or mm-hmm. convert via email. What are you seeing work there?
2: So, I actually built my business to twenty-ish thousand dollars a month way back in like my third year by literally as a life coach. Now I know this is going to be a little bit different for everybody, and sure. we can kind of talk about that. I was literally messaging people and offering free calls, not free consultations. If you're a life coach. Don't use the word consultation if you're looking to use it to build relationships. Sure. A consultation is something that I offer someone that I've already kind of like, they've gone through enough steps. I know this person is yeah. like, they have the money and this is either going to be a fit or it's not going to be a right. fit. But <laughs> if I don't have influence with people, then it's, hey. Could I just offer you one free call to see if there's anything that I can do to help you with your business, with your yep. mindset, whatever that is. If it doesn't pay off, no worries at all. I want to give this to you as a gift. Yep. Free. I like like some people don't That's like That's
1: how free. Jessica Ely started. I know you might not be familiar with her, but a lot of no. our listeners do and Abby does and she's in that same not a life coach, but like helps mm-hmm. your mindset, you got money mindset stuff and relationship yep. mindset yep. stuff. She was- she just calls it, she unfucks your brain is basically mm, what she does. I like that. And she offered me and a bunch of people who I know who've hired and worked with her, just like, yep. I saw you post this thing in this group and I would love to just chat with you about it yep. and let's have a call. She mm-hmm. has so many it's, clients from that.
2: It's brilliant. It's the easiest way. Again, you got to give people a piece, a sample of yep. what it is you offer. If you're not a life coach, let's say you're a health and fitness coach, Okay offers some type of five-day free mini program. And you might even want to call it like your sample program or your like sneak peek program. You want to call it something so that people know this is just a free version of what you could get, you know? If you are... Gosh, skincare. Um, I mean, obviously there's the option of sending free samples, but also this is something that I've been teaching my people a lot with is is create these lower ticket offers that maybe aren't free, but are a whole lot easier to sell to someone that doesn't already know, like, and trust you just to get them a taste and a piece. So for my fitness coaches, you know, they have a lot of packages that start off at like 140. Yeah, I'm like, okay, let's go through every single person that said, no, go ahead and lead with your main product. If that's the thing you need to push to have your residual income. Okay. But go through every single person that says no, not right now and say, Hey, I just wanted to reach out. I wanted to help you. You said that you needed this. You said that it was, so I wanted to do something special for you. I put together a five day challenge. It's not as amazing as my 30 day challenge, but it's going to come with a sample of everything you would get access to Mm -hmm. for just $40. And then throw in like every company out there, everyone out there has some type of product that's like the first one people get addicted to. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like
2: some of my fitness coaches... A lot of them, their primary product is like their, say like their protein supplement. Nobody cares about that. No one wants that. (laughs) Give them the pre-workout. Get people drinking pre-workout. Nobody's going to drink that and not fall in love with it. Mm -hmm. I've never tried a pre-workout that I didn't like, right? So like-
1: I've never tried a pre-workout. You're
2: missing out on life.
1: You are missing out out on life. I'm probably missing out on a lot. (laughs) I
2: take pre-workout before calls. (laughs) I seriously (laughs) do. I just like- (laughs) throw I don't even mix it with water. I just throw I'll it
1: pre-workout and then make a whole bunch of earrings.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, yes, you
1: should. You sh-
2: Your sales game, I'm telling you, it goes up like a hundred percent when you're on pre-workout. So yeah, put together some, some lower ticket stuff to help you get some wins. I think that people underestimate the value of getting a win.
1: Yeah. No, for, sure. for sure. 100%. I mean, that's, that's what it's all
0: about. Like figuring out a yeah. way at the end of the day, A conversion is amazing, but unless there's an immediate result, Mm -hmm. then good luck trying to sell them anything ever again. Yeah. You want them to feel that immediate. Oh, Mm -hmm. like this was worth it. This was amazing. And then if you can do that, you got a customer that's going to come back. They may not be a customer for life, but if they buy two or three more things in the next six months, was it worth it? Absolutely. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this is amazing. And I'd love to just kind of wrap it up with three to five action steps because we went through a ton today. And so if you are wanting to expand on this Mm -hmm. literally expand, engage, convert (laughs) kind of series, what are the three to five things you would implement in the next week?
2: Can I give a beginner level and an expert level? Is that okay? So beginner level, and and you might hear me typing over here in the chat that just helps my brain remember what I've already said. So, so, so for a beginner, here's what I would do if I were you. One, I -hmm. would run motivation ads on Instagram because they're just so damn cheap. You can't afford not to be doing something (laughs) that's automated building your network. Like you can go search the hashtags and all that shit or you can pay $5 to let Instagram find the people for you, okay? Mm -hmm. So run a motivational, pretty picture, motivational post, okay? Number two, I didn't talk about this, but I take one post every week, And I run it as an ad to all of my people that are engaging with me. It's a retarget ad towards your people that are already engaging with you on Instagram. And I take my best post of the week, the one where I feel like I brought my A game, Mm -hmm. knocked it out of the park. This is what people need to hear. And I just run it as an engagement to all of my current people. And that keeps my name in my face and value in front of them week after week after week after week. And then the third thing you want to do is take your go-to item. Like this is the thing that sells the quickest, the easiest, the fastest, not necessarily the thing that your company told you to push. Mm -hmm. To be honest, if if, if you're in network marketing, a lot of times the staple product is one of the harder sells because it's higher priced. It's not usually the quickest. So take your quick fix product whether that be pre-workout, whether that be the skincare, whether that be the cutest earrings that you have, whatever that is. If, if you're a content creator like us, maybe it's one of your like mini challenges or something like that and run that as a call to action toward everyone <laughs> engaging with you. So essentially you're just you're just retargeting the people that are seeing weekly value from you already. Yeah. And then you're trying to get them to take that very first step with you, which is to get into that, low level thing where you get to build a relationship and try to upsell them into the thing you really want them to do. Okay. So, so that's the beginner. If you are a little bit more, I don't even want to say expert, but let's just say experienced. Okay. Here's what I want you to do is make sure you have a freemium that is answering the number one question you get from your people. I (laughs) wrote a book called fuck leadership because everyone says, I'm not good enough of a leader to recruit a team, to help a team. Leadership is the thing that I just hear over and over and over. So it needs to answer the main question. It doesn't need to be necessarily the thing you think is the most important. It needs to be the thing they think is the most important. Okay, So you get your freemium, you have some type of immediate upsell that again is one of your quick fix easy, simple thing, something around 30 to $40. You can go cheaper if you want to, but just something to offset the ad spend and get them as a paying customer. Okay. And then I want you to start doing emails at least twice a week to build a relationship and to essentially just give them the sneak peek in the footer. And then what I want you to do is, one to three times per month, some type of hard call to action for your main like go-to product. So this is, you've taken the time to build the relationship. You got them to take the sample thing, okay? But Mm -hmm. now we need to tell them that Josh needs to drink water. That's his alarm. Uh, (laughs) That's why I don't drink too much pre-workout, okay? (laughs) Then you need to start plugging the go-to, whether it is your subscription Or your high ticket, whichever. And for me, I do a little of both. Like Mm -hmm. my subscription is for everybody, but my high ticket is only for a few people. So I kind of take turns rotating, doing those two things. Mm -hmm. And just remember that that part of it, that's a little bit more of like your long game. Just make sure that you've got something in place to get new people in and getting engaged with. And then kind of take your time like selling them um, the stuff that really matters because this stuff, a subscription, for instance, you're going to make hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. If you're doing it right for content, you're already creating anyways, yep. like my subscription group, I'm going to show up every Monday, whether it's a hundred or a thousand people there, yep. take the time to really woo those people in and fall in love with you so that they want to spend the rest of their life with you. Or same with a high ticket, As you guys probably know, you know, someone's got to really fall in love with you before they're going to drop those big dollars. So give them time to do that. If I could just give everyone just like one tip to close, be patient with those things that really matter.
1: Yeah. Like the big things. Yeah. yeah you,
2: you don't need to like propose on the first date. That's weird. Please
1: don't. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Like you want to build a, a flirty relationship. It's fun. Mm-hmm. We're going on new adventures together. <laughs> then you want to go for the long-term commitment. Okay. So right. like, I think too many people are in such a rush to get the long-term commitment that yep. they burn bridges before yep. they ever have a chance to build.
1: Yeah, And don't well, make money in that in-between. And
0: that's Correct. why we call it our free, 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 marry me forever method. <laughs> yeah. so, I
2: like that. I like that. I
0: feel like, you guys, I know today felt like you drank from a fire hose. Like there's so <laughs> much that we covered. But honestly, he covered more strategies in 45 minutes than you could pay literally tens of thousands of dollars to learn these exact strategies from high-end gurus who are telling you how they run their business. This is it, you guys. It's simple. It is a lot of moving pieces if you're utilizing ads and automation, Mm -hmm. but this is what I see the back end of businesses looking like at multiple six figures and not just... I know we mentioned network marketing quite a bit, but, but not, this is like across yeah, totally. the board. Right. Do I think it needs to get a little creative if you're running a client-based business or a product-based yeah. business? Yeah. The same strategies apply. So- yeah.
1: Yep. Anyway, that. all that to Thank say you, Josh, Josh, so much for that. Um, can you tell our listeners where else they can learn from you, hang out with you and get to know you online?
2: Yeah. So you can hang out with me on Instagram, Josh Coates underscore push coach. Um, I'm not doing like hip hop videos every single day in my stories or anything like that, but I wish you would. I, what I would recommend actually is going to joshcoats.com. That's where I have my freemium for my book. And just go click. I mean, it's $6.99 shipping, even if you don't give a shit about my book. Mm-hmm. What I would recommend is just go through my funnel and just see what happens. Click on it, see you what I offer you. He just gave you
0: permission. To- I'm
2: literally giving you permission to go rip me off because I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it doesn't, everything that all of us are doing, we ripped somebody else mm-hmm. off. And if you're doing it really well, you've ripped 30 or 40 people <laughs> off until it became your congruent system. So- okay, yeah. Go see what you like about my funnel, see yeah. what you hate about my funnel, and, and kind of just figure out like how you can make that work for, for, for what you're doing. And, and again, for $6.99, it'll show you where it's gonna take you, what it's gonna offer you, mm-hmm. the kind of email sequence you're gonna get afterwards. Cause I use the email sequence to kind of we didn't talk about this, we're going too far, but well, like the email trail. sequence takes you into some other stuff that I'm trying to do. And again, yes, it takes a lot of time to set that stuff up, but once it's done, it's done forever. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join The Co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation.